Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. And I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to life tips? Well, then. Welcome aboard. Do me a favor. Hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. If you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. All right, then. Let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple find life tips podcast and write a review and also leave a five-star rating because you know i'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the apple podcast world same thing with spotify and google go look us up on those platforms too. blow us up and let people know how important listening to life tips podcast means to you That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to midway of 2022. What are you thinking? I gave you some time. 
to think. But what are you thinking right now? For some of you, you might be thinking, we're at the halfway point of 2022, and I've done half of what I said I was going to do. For some of you, you might be thinking, we're at the halfway of 2022, and I've done some of what I've planned on doing, but not all of what I planned on doing. And for some of you, like myself, we are halfway through 2022, and yet you don't seem to be going anywhere but backwards. How Goes 2022 is the new three-part series that will discover and uncover how things are going, and what you can do to put things in place for the future so that you can be better than what you were previously. Let's take a look. So I'm going to just start with me. And maybe some of these things will resonate with you. Maybe they won't. Maybe you have different things that you are trying to accomplish. But regardless, it is all under the same umbrella of success. There we go. All right, let's start off with January 2022. Where was I? I was in Hampton, Virginia with my girlfriend for more days than I wanted to be. I was originally supposed to be there for just two days and then come back. But as we all know, that was not the best weekend to be traveling as I-95 North was completely shut down. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people stranded in their cars and they had to all band together to survive. The food trucks, the soda trucks, every type of truck was out there giving people food from the inventory that was in their truck beds. And it was astronomical. And so I stayed home an extra two days. I stayed in Virginia an extra two days before going home. And I took the long way home to avoid the beltway so that in the event it was still backed up, I would not get stuck. During that time, I was broke. For the first time ever in the last several years, I was broke in Virginia. No way to get gas. No way to get home. I was stuck. But people came 
through including my wonderful significant other whom I just spent last week with for the 4th of July as we celebrated our one year anniversary. Up next, my car's battery was starting to go and that's why it didn't pass the state inspection that was required by Lyft and Uber when my insurance renewed. So I had to renew all my stuff and they were like, nope, it doesn't pass. Go get a state inspection. So I went and strolled out $73 for a state inspection just to pass and get back on the road with Uber and Lyft. On top of that, I had to pay $200 for a new battery for my car so that my car would not die on the side of the road. So what ended up happening next? Because of that, I did not make a trip to Virginia for Easter. Fast forward, May, car accident, car is gone for three weeks. And in the middle of that, rideshare gets cut. So now that my car has been returned, rideshare has been cut. I no longer work for rideshare companies for money. And that is absolutely disparaging. What does this all have to do with where I'm at now? I'll tell you in just a second. All right, so this had to get re-recorded because, well, this was recorded a couple uh, weeks ago, but still. So, my car. Starting off 2022, it started to become a problem. Granted, I just bought this thing a year ago, so in theory, I shouldn't really have problems now, should I? Well, the car was a rental car in Florida before I got my hands on it last year. That's what the papers say. So my car pretty much, um, yeah, it... It had its moments before I bought it. So, in terms of problems, that makes sense as to why I started having problems with it in 2022. And uh, I couldn't believe it, honestly. Now, the battery, I'll admit that the battery probably did have to go. Because that's the first thing that happened. I had to get an inspection done from an auto body place, tire and battery place that Lyft and Uber was requiring. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's the only way to pass. Cool. I passed. Eventually, 
after I got a new battery put in my car, which cost $200. So that's right off the bat, car problems. Can't work, can't drive for Lyft and Uber until I get my battery fixed. I'm losing money at this point. Then I finally scrounge the money together to get my battery. And my battery goes on like a warranty. So I've got a free battery replacement for the next three years. But I still lose money. So I'm back out on the road with my new battery after having gotten back to work with Rideshare because I need the money. Then fast forward to May. And this lady hits me. Smashes directly into my fender which is the side part of your driver's side. Car's gone for three weeks max, which is way better than the last time. But the difference is I wasn't able to get compensation for my lost wages because they claimed that I was at fault. So the insurance companies went in a whole back and forth battle. And... No one has been declared at fault yet. No one. But I got my car back. And unfortunately, because the insurance world is my background, and I know a ton about the insurance world, then I had to make some changes based off of what I discovered. See, a lot of people think they know the insurance world, but you really don't know the insurance world if you're just looking at it from the standpoint of being a customer of an insurance agency. You don't know how insurance really works. I know how insurance works because I work in the industry right now and I've worked in the industry in the past. So I know how insurance works. If you get into an accident, either you will be at fault or the other person will be at fault most of the time. You have your hit and runs. You have your uh, uninsured and your underinsured and stuff like that your underage drivers and all that jazz. Those are rare occasions. The majority of the time, when you get into an accident, it's either your fault or the other person's fault. And they have insurance. How often is it one or the other? I don't know. But when you get into an accident, what you are supposed to do is call your insurance if you were at fault. That's the first thing you do. After you get off, get out and figure out what the damage was and take all the pictures and yada, yada, yada and talk to the police. The next thing you do is decide, okay, whose insurance company am I going to call? The insurance company that you call is based off of the direct correlation of the accident. So if you're at fault, call your insurance company and then 
boom, they'll take care of it and uh, use your deductible, get your car fixed, and they will pay out for the other person. But if the other person is at fault, you call their insurance company first, talk to them, put in a claim through them, and then you call your insurance company and let them know you got into an accident and the other person is at fault so that they know to expect a phone call from the insurance company of the opposing party. That's how that process works. And then, like I said, if you're at fault, you use your deductible and you get your car fixed. So if your deductible is $600, you pay $600, then you get your car put in the shop, get it back soon, get the rental car coverage, da 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 If the other person is at fault, then they do that on their end and you are getting compensated by the imposing party. They are paying for your car's repairs. They're paying for your rental car. And you good. So anyway, now that I've broken that down, accident, Mother's Day, of all days, that was the worst. The worst day to get into an accident. And then, boom, car is gone for three weeks. And in the middle of those three weeks, I had to take off my Lyft stickers and my Uber stickers, and I no longer was a part of Lyft or Uber as a driver, knocking out a very key income source that I desperately needed to keep. And so now the insurance job that I got came along. I'm down to one income source instead of having multiple and it's getting crazy. Anniversaries coming. One income source. Can't splurge. But as you all have heard already, anniversary went wonderfully. Very wonderfully. So here we are. We're back. The world is back to normal in terms of what I'm going through on a daily basis. My car is back. And now I have to deal with The ongoing stress and pressure of building back up. So for me, with all this stuff happening, and it did affect money, building back up has not worked out at all. Matter of fact, it's been since the pandemic in 2020 when I have been in a very good stage. After I put down my deposit for my car, 
that's when things got haywire and never returned back to some sense of normalcy. So, here we are. It's July 2022. How goes 2022 so far? We're at the midway point. The anniversary wound up being a success. Car got that back. Job continuing. But not full-time yet. Podcast, speaking engagements, that's good. Dating relationship, good. Church, good. Friends, finally, friends are good. And to my shock and awe, There's one big problem left, and that is stacking up. I have not been able to stack up so so far in twenty twenty two all I can say is it has been one thing after another, and I am tired of fighting. I need a break. I need good things to happen and continue to happen going into the future. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest, T the GOAT. From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully, Black, and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing?
So how goes the love life world in terms of 2022? Well, it was rocky for the first several months of this year. But we made it. And so now that we're taking July and August off to regroup, it allows us to figure out what to do in terms of the future. So these two things go hand in hand. Stability plus your relationship equals a future. That's the sole life tip for this episode and episodes to come. Stability plus relationship equals a future. So what does stability mean? Well, stability means money. It makes absolutely no sense for your woman or your man to be more stable than you. Absolutely no sense. You need to be on the same level of stability. Where you don't have to worry about bills, all your bills are paid for, and you still have money left over. But that level of stability is not feasible unless you put in work for it and keep it. So for me, because I have not kept stability since the pandemic started, and I've been in instability, it means that I have to regain stability so that the relationship that I'm in can survive into the future. Not the future of dating, because dating without a purpose is pointless. I'm talking about the future future. We've crossed over into year two of dating. And as I've said before, year two of dating is when things start to get extremely serious. Not at the beginning, but after the six-month mark. So a year and six months in your dating relationship one is huge but two it sets the stage for what's to come later so let's just say that by the time we hit December of 2022 and I fully anticipate this happening but by the time we hit December 2022 it means that my significant other she will have been working her full-time stable job 
wow. It'll be almost a year. I'm not going to give you the exact dates, but it'll be almost a year that she would have been working her current position. She has been successfully killing it for that company. Has she had to put her business down a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. But when she picks her business back up, she'll be able to do both. Kill it for the company that she works for and get her own thing back off the ground and build towards stability. Which, in turn, builds towards our stability when the real ring becomes available. But in order for the real ring to become available, I have to be in a position as the guy to present something that says we are going to be successful. What I refuse to do is give her hope of a successful future. But this same scenario that's happening right now while we're dating continues to pop up. That is not a recipe for a successful long-term relationship that could turn into marriage. It's just not. So, the plan currently is to make sure that stability is there going into 2023. So that when we get to the one year and six month mark in December, we don't have to go through this again. Then there's the relationship aspect. Because of having to regain stability, there are some things that needed to go, which was the rest of this month and into August. All of August has been cut. So by the time September comes, hopefully we can start over fresh where she's investing and I'm investing and there is not just one person pulling the strings in order to give us certain experiences. The Kirk Franklin and Maverick City concert was on her. I wanted to help with the Mary J. Blige concert, but it's not looking like that's going to happen. Those are just examples of what I'm saying is a problem because of the instability. The instability creates that problem in the relationship where we can't do fun things because instability. Now, that could change 
if speaking engagements come into play or if that backup move that should be coming around the corner soon with a contact from my sister church if that comes into play then i'll be good as well if they both come into play then i'll be okay regardless of what happens with the steady job but the steady job should be replaced with another steady job by this time that these things start rolling so that I don't have to worry about needing to make drastic changes. So as for the back half of 2022 relationship-wise, it's going to be nuts, bananas, crazy good. Because we're going to roll with the tide and not put ourselves in situations where we are damaging our ability to live. That's not just money-wise, but that includes spending time with friends and being active outside of the relationship, taking care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually. If that comes into play alongside running our brands, then the back half of 2022 will be really good. And we will not have nearly as many of the issues that we ran into during the first year of dating. So, what's the life tip? Well, obviously, stability plus relationship equals a future. But... Stability is highly contingent on how many goals are accomplished between now and the end of 2022. How goes 2022 was mainly about how things have been going for the first six months of this year. I told you how they went for me, but how have they been going for you? Are they going great? Are they going terrible? Are they going so-so? Have you accomplished your goals thus far? How many goals have yet to be accomplished by the end of the year? You need to figure out what that is, and put plans in place for you to successfully be where you want to be at the end of 2022 so that your 2023 goals can be brand new and not be recycled goals from a year that has already passed. So for me, When we get to the end of 2022, if I can manage to have stability 
and the relationship is on point, then going into 2023, should there be a chance at a proposal, it will speak volumes that your man is stable, your man will take care of you, and you will not have to bear the brunt of the relationship and the marriage alone. Because you didn't have to bear the brunt of the dating relationship alone. That's the key there. And then on the stability side, when it comes to 2023 and the end of this year, if I can manage to get some type of stability and keep that stability towards the end of the year, what it means is that I can focus my my energy into prepping for the biggest change ever. Relocating. That is on the tablet to-do list for 2023. But it will not happen unless stability is not there. If stability is not there, that relocation plan gets shoved into 2024. So, over the next couple weeks, I'm going to give you strategies on how to make the rest of 2022 work in relationship to the goals that you have and how to lessen the crazy events so that you don't have to continue rerouting yourself and delaying your future farther than you want it to go. The year isn't over. We've still got time. But I refuse to damage my future because my choices in the present or my circumstances in the present are damaging enough that the future could all be destroyed without thought. You can't go yet. We gotta give you social, socials. We gotta give you social, socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We, we gotta, gotta, gotta give you socials.
Life Tips Podcast social media. There's a bunch of places you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Life Tips Podcast, on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast, and even our brand new Instagram page, Life Tips Podcast. I've been waiting so long to tell you about that. You can also go to our website, www.anchor.fm backslash life tips and continue listening to us there. And you can also listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and so, so many more platforms. Rate and review. Give us your feedback. If you want to follow me on social media, I have a Twitter account. It's at auth underscore gen underscore person. That stands for authentic, genuine person. Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker underscore orator Nate. And also on Facebook as the wise orator. So there you go. That's all the spots you can find us, spots you can find me. Look forward to hearing from you.